Welcome to another week's edition of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. It's the place where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it's celebrated. I am Matt Marbury and with me at the table is Adam Tollefson. How you doing, pal? I'm going to ask you again. Do you want to join the inner, inner circle? Do you want to join the inner circle? <laughs> Did he do that again? <laughs> last week. Do you want me to join the inner circle? Do you want to join the inner no, circle? No, do you want me to join do the inner circle? Do you want to join Do you want circle? me to join the inner circle? Okay. I do remember. <laughs> you get, uh, MJF gave everybody jackets except for Sammy. That wasn't the week before? It was last week, man. I think we just talked about Shit it on Friday. Runs. Yes, we did. Totally. I, totally. I had to double check as well. <laughs> I, li- I did love that. It was so good. <laughs> it was great. And then as soon as he leaves, Sammy's like, what a loot. And he's like, hold on. Hold on. What if he's not? <laughs> Perhaps he's not. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like nodding with the champagne in yeah. hand for an exceedingly long amount of time. Yes. Fantastic, Adam. Good call. I like that you got me involved with that. Twofer. 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 Well, as we record the show, Adam, this is episode 29 and we are recording on October 7th, 2020, and on this day in pro wrestling history. Not a ton of the pro wrestling history this week, Adam. 1972, Ken Patera, heard of him? I heard of him. He's an Olympic weightlifter, we all know. He announces he's retiring as a powerlifter to become a professional wrestler. Stepping it up, going to the big league. Yeah, this... <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's how I feel about it too. Yeah. But the bulk of the quote sports world. Oh, uh, look at him now. They were a huge tizzy about this. Yes. Oh, like, even today you'll hear people kind of, you know, thumb their nose down at uh, when like a UFC guy or something comes over like, oh. Or like a third string lineman for the yeah. Arizona Cardinals air named Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 1996, WCW Monday Nitro defeated WWF Raw 3.5 to 2.1 in the Monday Night Ratings battle. Nitro was headlined by a Ric Flair versus Randy Savage bout that didn't even take place due to the NWO attacking both men. Makes sense. <laughs> it's like, you don't deliver. You, I feel like you could uh, throw a dart at the calendar in this year and... For 96. Or what, when was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they just go, nope, schmaz with the NWO. You know what I mean? Like it was this always. This is when the NWO was heating up though. Oh yeah. It was getting you know? good. 2002, WWE releases a press release. That's a terrible worded sentence. Uh, regarding season three of Tough Enough in collaboration with MTV. The only cast member on the show to do anything in WWE was the eventual winner, John Hennigan, a.k.a. John Morrison. Johnny Mundo. Johnny Gimmick. Johnny Nitro. Johnny Impact. Johnny Mondo. Johnny, oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out too. <laughs> Thank God. I was out too. <laughs> I was so out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's funny because the last, I think my wife even watched the last Tough Enough with me. And it's been years now. Um, maybe it wasn't. The, no, it was. But like Velveteen Dreams on there. There's like. You can go back and kind of see. You can go back. At Mandy Rose is on there. Okay. You can Sonya Deville. There's, there's like probably half of them have done something in the world that you that you've seen. How long was like the tough enough run? Is there like 
Was that the last season? Or Three? No. no. Um, There's like a few, right? Yeah, and I don't think it goes like it would. It would fall off the face of the earth, and it would get picked up again a couple okay. years later. So it wasn't like in succession or anything. I see. Um, but that that one had like Jericho, Page, and Hogan on as hosts. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Pretty, That's a it was weird pretty one. wild. I'd watch and that, then I though. think they got subbed out, or I might be thinking of two other another season. But I remember Miz being on there. Miz was definitely on the one with Mandy Rose. Because she was like the absolute worst, couldn't get anything down, and like the the judges or whatever had one save, and Miz is like, "I'm using it on her," and Paige is like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> and he's like, "You can't teach hot." <laughs> well, he's right. I know, and look where she's at now. I mean, she's on yeah, Raw this week. She's so on Raw. I was gonna say, "What are you talking about?" The Miz, and I'm like, "Oh, the Miz came from MTV, but yes. not, yeah, he came from like the real world or something, right?" Yeah. 2007, WWE holds the No Mercy pay-per-view in Chicago, Illinois. This was a weird one. Uh, I don't believe I've ever seen the show. The show opens with Vince McMahon announcing that due to WWE champion John Cena being injured, the scheduled last man standing match against Randy Orton will not take place. And I think it was a legit injury because Cena had to vacate the title. What are those people going to do? They've never seen that match before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, McMahon then just gives the title to Randy Orton. Really? Who is to be the opponent that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but William Regal comes out. I think at this point, like Vince and Regal are leaders of the respective brands. Or, Probably. I'm not 100% on that. But Probably. Regal says that um, Randy must defend his title, and which he does immediately in the first match of the show to Triple H, mm. who... I guess Vince said something like Randy could pick his t- opponent, but then Triple H's music hits and Triple H has given Vince the business talking about like, you don't have the balls to put me in this match. And yeah, you know, uh, questioning his manhood. Uh, Vince and, doesn't uh, like that. Vince says, God damn it, you're on. And <laughs> yeah. So so much for Randy getting to pick his opponent. It's uh, Triple H versus Randy Orton for the title to kick off the show. Randy drops the title to Triple H. Um, other stuff on that show, MVP took on Matt Hardy in a Chicago deep dish pizza eating contest. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say street fight, but negative. There you go. Both, <laughs> both those guys that? still going. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Oh, Triple H defeated Umaga in a match that was already scheduled. So that's the second match that Hunter worked that night. Non-title. Non-title. Okay. Non-title. Let me see if I can guess, guess some other ones. All right. CM Punk. Is he in the... Is he in the I Federation? Jo- yeah, he is. And if you, uh, he was definitely on the, oh, you'll never guess his opponent. I remember it. I didn't write it down, but I remember it. Okay. Uh, let's go big. Uh, You're pissing me off right now. It's Big Show? No. How about God. Big Viscera for the ECW yeah, title? you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I've seen somebody post like on this day or there. What earlier. a piece of shit you are. You're such a shit heel. Well, the, the, there was also Batista. He won a Punjabi prison match against the great Kali in the main and in the main event. You're not gonna let me, you, I thought you were gonna let me guess the opponent. Oh, fuck <laughs> in the, you. In the Punjabi Go fuck yourself. Match. Uh and in the main event, Randy Orton defeated Triple H for the WWE championship in a last man standing match. Okay, so they opened the show with it. They open the show with Triple H versus Hunter. First of all, does this... No, no, no. This Hunter has, versus Randy Orton, right? The yes. newly crowned... You yes. said Triple H versus yeah, yeah, Hunter. Yeah. Um, and then Triple H fights again against Umaga. 
Yep. And then they have the title match in a last man standing with Randy Orton again. Wow. Triple H pulls triple duty. Triple time for Triple <laughs> H. Yeah. But what I'm wondering is now it's touted as, you know, like Rand Man's got 16 world championships and shit. Like two of them come from this night. Yeah, One no was shit. just given to him. Right. That's bullshit. Like you're not thinking down the road when you're going to be like, oh, he's going to tie Flair for the most ever. Like we probably shouldn't have just given him a title. At Backlash 2007 and then, or whatever this pay-per-view was, No Mercy. How do you think our truth feels? <laughs> How many times has he won that belt? I think 27. I, or 42. I'm go way more. Or for, it's like 40-something, I think. I don't Probably know. more than that. He just lost it again on Monday night to Drew Gulak. I think he got it back by the end of the night. He did? I, I didn't so. finish the show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. The Packers were playing. So I did watch a good chunk of it I did uh, later in the week, though. Uh, 2009, this is an interesting story. Highspots.com. Lord knows they have hundreds of my dollars over the last few months. Uh, they began soliciting offers for Ric Flair's NWA world title belt after the two sides did not come to terms over money owed to the wrestling retailer. They were looking for bids of $75,000 minimum. Holy shit. Yeah. And there's a whole saga to this story that I looked into and it would take 20 minutes just to lay it all out there. Okay. And, but basically what it boils down to is if I'm going to like put the Cliff's notes version together, um, after flair retires at WrestleMania, he's got so many offers coming in to do, you know, various different things, appearances, uh, interviews, uh, interviews whatever shit like that. Yep. And he's not able to do any of them because he's still under contract to WWE. Even though he's retired from wrestling, he's still on some sort of a deal. Sure. Um, he sees all this money that he could potentially be making. So he asks for and is granted his release from the company. And then it's like a bidding war to get him to do uh, a shoot DVD. Right. So people are offering him like somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 10 to 50 grand to make appearances oh, I bet. on wrestling shows and stuff like that. Uh, Michael, the owner of high spots uh, locks down that shoot interview that I bought. From That's high like spots. the four hour one, right? Or oh, something it's longer like that. Than that. It's three discs. I think it's like nine. Holy shit. Uh, but he paid him a hundred grand for that. There you go. There's where your nine hours comes from. And like, they even said they, they were like high spots was even going on wrestling forums. And they're like, we know that this shit gets like bootlegged and passed around and stuff. And we, we get it. We understand that that's going to happen, but we had to pay a shitload of money for this one. Like if you guys could maybe not do that for this one, if like, you can support. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a, <laughs> but I guess, um, even after that flair had come and I didn't, and this was not disclosed, but I guess high spots lent him 30 grand on one occasion for something. And then 35 grand on another occasion. Holy shit. With, with the, uh, um, idea being that he would kind of pay it back later on either with cash or, signings appearances what, interviews what whatever you. yeah and he just kind of like he and he put the title belt up for col uh, collateral wow so michael's got his belt <laughs> and at, at, at a certain point i mean it's been going back and forth and back and forth for months and at a certain point he's just like fuck this i'm gonna try to recoup some of this money but then it turns out that flair had no the belt didn't belong to high spots because flair had already used it as collateral in some other business venture the dirtiest player in the game? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and then that whole thing was like, oh, no, he actually all put all his shit up for 
collateral to keep it out of his wife's hands because they were going through a there we go I, it was just this big winding web of like the you said it man the dirtiest player of the game i'm gonna have to look some of that up it's crazy That's, it's like wow it could be you could do a whole podcast on rick flair's financial problems yeah they're they're very many oh i bet that's why he's driving an ambulance now. <laughs> $13 an hour. Okay. Uh, lastly, 2010, Bruce Pritchard began working for TNA. Within a year, he would rise to the head of talent relations as well as lead a creative crew um, for TNA Storylines. And that didn't last too, too long. Then they brought him back after his podcast got popular. But that didn't last too, too long either. Nope. Because then he went on the WWE, right? Yeah, he's still there. I think he's like pretty much the head guy when it comes to creative now on both shows. For sure, SmackDown. Right. Um, I'm not 100% on Raw because if Heyman was on Raw, and I don't know who replaced him. But Yeah, goes to show you what a podcast can do for you. Yeah, are you listening? <laughs> you listening, Vince? <laughs> it's now time for the Retro Raw Review. I actually don't know if I would want that gig at all, to be honest. I would want it for like a day just to like see the inner workings, but I think that place would suck the soul out of the best of us. Oh, dude, I complain when I get a phone call after I clock out. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Can you imagine fucking just being 3 at Vince's, I got an idea, pal. Get down here now. What are you like, doing, Vince? Crunches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Burpees. God damn it. Why aren't you at the gym? <laughs> all right. Task at hand. Retro raw review. It is. The October 7th, 1996 episode, we're still at the Hershey Park Arena in Hershey, Pennsylvania. As Kevin Kelly and Jerry Lawler welcome us to the show, Kevin tells us that Jim Ross is supposed to be out here, but he had to take a phone call or something, which is why he's not at ringside. Then we hear Mark Marrow's music, and we are all set for our first contest of the night, which is the wild man, Mark Marrow, the newly crowned Intercontinental Champion. This is the first time we've seen him since... Uh, he won that title won the tournament, right? Yeah. Which I was going to say was at that in your house, but it wasn't, it was the day after on raw. Um, he's going to take out big daddy cool diesel. My favorite wrestler. Uh, yeah. Well, this one, not this one. <laughs> this one's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jim Ross comes down to the ring with diesel and then takes his position at the announce table. Um, this is Glenn Jacobs. We've talked about it before as diesel. He's going to make his way to the ring and uh, he gets in a bunch of offense early on. And unlike Rick Bogner from last week, Glenn Jacobs has the devil diesel move set down pat. Yeah. Well, there's only five. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put on your two. Not too difficult when there are only six moves. And that yes. includes the hair flip. Remember that? The yes. Jim Cornette thing. Yes. Did you ever see the clip of the Kevin Nash shoot where he's like, Let's uh let's watch what Jim Cornette had to say about your uh, a move set or whatever and like Diesel's watch or Nash is watching it and you can tell he's seen it before he's just like side slam squisher snake eyes yeah. he's like yeah, it's so fucking funny you could tell he's very fucking upset though yeah but he's at the same time he's like fuck Jim Cornette I don't know <laughs> hey man I got paid sure did. Jim Ross at one point says something about this is not some outsider deal. It's an insider deal. I, I was caught like, that too. I was like, hmm. I was like, that is a fucking great little uh, innuendo, I guess you would say. I like the marrow. He had a, he did like a, a cross 
body block, but like jumped out of the ring over the top rope onto him. I was like, God damn, there you yeah. go, Merrill. Other than that, I thought the match was pretty clunky, pretty sloppy. Yeah, it's got to be hard when it's got to be hard when you're as big as Diesel or Glenn in this matter, and you're kind of Diesel. I don't know why you're sure, having such a hard I mean, time with this Diesel, and you're trying to be Diesel. So you have to act. Yeah, like you're trying diesel. to do something else. Yeah, and like I feel like that doesn't help the clunkiness. Glenn even has like the froey kind of hair, you know, like yeah, the curly, he's got the curly. But he still does like the hair flip. Like he was still doing it, <laughs> yeah. even though he didn't have the hair to oh, do it. Man, it was pretty good. Yeah, he d- he did well. <laughs> he did as uh, best he could. He did he did pretty good. Plus, he looked cut here. Like yeah, he looked, he looked pretty big. big. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cut, they cut to backstage where Razor is watching the match. Uh, this is cringe city for me because he's trying to do all the razor like lingo. He's yeah. Like, hey, Chico. Like, it's like really. I'm going to go out there. <laughs> it's like, it's mm. terrible. Mm. It was really bad. Uh, razor eventually does come to ringside. He gets involved. Merrill wins it by DQ, but he does eat a jackknife powerbomb after the bell for his troubles. Bam. So, yeah, the outsiders, the insiders, the insiders. are uh, doing work here. <laughs> uh, next up, there's a quick Undertaker vignette of him finishing up digging that grave for Mankind's uh, ahead of their Buried Alive match at In Your House. And a sweet infomercial for some long sleeve denim shirts featuring HBK, Undertaker, and Bret Hart. And I quote in my notes. Sweet denim shirts. <laughs> Only forty nine ninety nine. Right. I meant to look at eBay and see what those suckers are going for now. Dude, vintage t-shirts are insanely expensive. Oh, I bet. Like if you can get, because they've done like reproductions of some. I mean, I'm wearing a reproduced yeah. Macho Man shirt right, right now. Like I got this off WWE shop two years ago. It's not the one. But some of them are like way but up there. But if somebody, yeah, were to have like this lavender colored Macho Man shirt that was like OG from you know, WrestleMania three era or whatever. Really? It's like hundreds of dollars. I got a big sexy one. I should look into that came out of pro wrestling crate. Like <laughs> you six gave it to me. Ago. I know I did. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I've always wanted that razor Ramon, that oozing machismo one where it's like one side of it's like his face. Yes. Yeah. That purple. No, it's yellow. Oh, you know, you're right. It is yellow. They did a Bret it's Hart all one too that was like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yellow, white, and black, but yeah, mostly yellow. Yep. I wanted that, but that, if you, yeah, that thing goes for a lot of money. Match two, it's the new rockers versus the smoking guns. This is a snore fest. If I ever saw one, this is the first match that the guns have wrestled since losing the services of Sonny. And Billy is still pretty tore up about the whole thing. Well, he's an ass man. <laughs> she is on the phone however she says that if the guns can regain the tag team titles at in your house she would consider coming back to the team yeah i'm not saying she's a gold digger what a gold digger (laughs) uh the guns get the pinfall win with that double team leg drop they do do you know the name of that move i had to look it up uh they said it uh they did yeah it's called the hold on i had it written down i had to google it it is called this is good pod. This is great pod. Well, in the meantime, Sonny was on the phone saying that fans can fax her. <laughs> yeah, but the number was like one eight 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 WWE one or something. From only faxing to only fans <laughs> to only bars to only yeah to only commentary. I had it, dude. It, what is it called? Like Sidewinder. Sidewinder. Oh, you do have just it. Found it. Yes. I can't. I didn't hear him say that. I was like, they've done this move a lot. It's got to have a name. It's a pretty cool move. After that. 
The double J scandal is revealed. I think that they've been doing this for like three weeks and we have barely seen any more new footage. They like keep showing Jeff keep hyping singing it. at that uh, in your house in Nashville or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, but look, he's lip syncing. And it's like, like watch right know. here. I can't quite tell if he is or not. There's like one you. tiny second where like he like looks away or something. And they're like, look, <laughs> look they have to like circle on the yeah. screen. Yeah. Old, old or the real double J, the road dog. He's like, Jeff, eat your heart out. Yeah. It was basically like a, a shoot interview with the roadie. <laughs> It was. <laughs> and and Jim Johnson and sitting there playing yeah. the acoustic. And it's going to be broken up into several parts, I guess, because we're supposedly getting another dose of this uh, shoot interview, if you will, next week. They sure milk that fucking stuff. Dude, don't they? you ain't kidding. <laughs> next is a look at the Saturday morning live wire show that recently made its debut for the company. Uh, this past week, they had Vince McMahon on. Pretty cool shot of McMahon standing there with Michael Hayes and Vince Russo. Vic Venom then? Vic Venom. Uh, answering fans, calls, and faxes. Are those live wires on the network? I should. I meant to look and I haven't. I don't think so. Because that would be pretty cool to go back I to. I think you can find stuff on YouTube. That makes sense. Because, yeah, because some of those were, I think Pritchard called in. Paul Heyman once called That's in. That's what I'm thinking of. Paul Heyman called in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then it has, like, I like the clip because McMahon's talking about Ted Turner. Yes. He's like... Well, we did bad business decisions. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. Lack of morals. The or, shot. Or lack thereof or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a little part where he's like, some fans like, when do you think we're going to see Brett the Hitman Hart back? And he's like, oh, I think probably Survivor Series. He's like, all right. <laughs> I don't know. But I think those would be, those would be worth looking into if they were on. Yeah. There's so much shit, dude. It's really hard to keep up. It's really hard to keep up with current stuff, let alone go back and watch the Met stuff. But you get way more joy out of going back and watching some of that stuff than you do. You I agree. Know, a random. I agree. A random show they're, they're airing now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Back in the arena, Jim Ross is in the ring to bring out Vader, who's accompanied by Jim Cornette. It is announced that at In Your House, Buried Alive, Vader will take on Psycho Sid with the winner getting a shot at the WWF Championship at the Survivor Series. And Corny is pissed about this news, saying that Vader has beaten HBK many times recently. Including last week. And he shouldn't have to go through Sid to get the shot. But the bombs will fall at In Your House. And it will be the Vader bomb reigning supreme over the power bomb, which you stole from Vader. That's right. It's a thief. He's pretty good on the mic, as always. Great. Yeah, Corny's, Corny's the man. Match three. The Sultan versus Aldo Montoya. The Sultan is accompanied by the Iron Sheik and Bob Backlund, the latter of which sits down for commentary, um, if you want to call it that. <laughs> I don't think we've seen Aldo since uh, Lawler dumped the whiskey down his gullet prior yeah, to the Jake the Snake that's match. That's true. Which Lawler, I guess, is going to take on Jake the Snake next week on the show. That's what they say. And he keeps getting in shots. <laughs> he had another Olympic, a good Olympic one, too. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Go ahead. I didn't write it down, but something about um, Jake was, the Snake with the. Uh, he's like Jim Ross used to live in Atlanta. Yes. Uh, Jake went down to Atlanta for the Olympics, and boy was he was he pissed off or whatever when he found out what the parallel bars really were. So <laughs> yeah, he was disappointed. <laughs> what about Bob's glasses here? He's got the flippy. Um, he's wearing these weird glasses. They're like sunglasses, but at a certain point, he says something like. 
they're making me wear these glasses because yeah. they don't want me to look into the screen and tell the audience not to have premarital sex or and do drugs. Yeah, he's like, and I was like, what? The and he's like, but I can flip them up. <laughs> yeah. And he flips them up and he's like, it was weird, dude. I wrote down here. I was like, um, Bob Backlund is a fucking maniac here. Yes. And I can't quite tell if this is a shoot or what? Uh, and, it and, seems and, like they cut his mic at one point too, because it was just like radio silent. It for was a bit. so weird. Even when he comes up, he's like, uh, Lawler like asked him something off the bat, and he goes, "You want my comments?" And he's like, "They're like, yeah." And then he's like, "Okay." And then he never says <laughs> yeah. anything after. That's a long time maybe they he cut talks. it. Maybe that's where they cut it. I don't no, know. They might. I don't know. But they definitely like he was going on and on and on, and then all of a sudden it was just like nothing, nothing. And I'm like, there's no way that he would have just stopped talking where he stopped and just kept quiet. It's I don't know. Such a weird he's yeah, everything he's doing right now is so weird with him, the Sheik, the Sultan. It's so weird. It's weird. You know what I forgot to play was the uh intro to the intro to the raw. The whole thing? It doesn't matter. Oh. No, what I'm saying is you know how I've been doing that every week where I'll yeah. I'll record the little yeah. I didn't do that, did That's I? That's what I meant. No, you didn't. That's a shame. I'm not gonna we I'm not gonna we wedge going you back. in here. No. We're not going back. We don't go back. Instead, we're going, forward, we're going to match four. <laughs> the main event, it's Goldust versus Psycho Sid. Right, right, right. I really want to fist bump Sid. Oh, dude. Like, I've been thinking it for weeks. He now, was hooking everybody out when he came out. And he's like, and he'll like stay there like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'm like, he's doing double fist like, bumps with some of them. I got, I'm like, got my hand up to the TV and <laughs> shit. I'm like, come on, Sid. Why don't, and then a lot of signs for him too. They like, he's, he's over like Rover. He's, here. they love him, dude. Why don't they spell psycho correctly? Uh, because Vince McMahon wants to trademark that. Oh yeah, right. Put it on a shirt. That's his care. Then, that, then he owns that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That makes sense. It all makes sense. Just bugs me when I see a sign. That me says, too. S Y C H O. It's like pff, stupid. Uh, <laughs> so these two kind of beat the hell out of each other in this one. Like they're trading chops several times. The match doesn't last long. However, Sid picks up the win thanks to a choke slam and a power bomb. Uh, Vader immediately hits the ring to attack. Vader hits a splash off the second rope. But Big Sid splash. pops up immediately, immediately and he delivers a choke slam to Vader who then uh, takes a powder with old Cornette as Rog was off air. Um, thoughts about the show. I really like how Jim Ross is kind of coming into this. I, it's like a, it's a heel ish persona, but it's not. Yes. What he's saying is factual. And I like how they're letting more of like the real life stuff come in where they're talking about, um, well, he's taking shots at Vince and Kevin Kelly about you know right. losing his play-by-play job and that that should be his job, which is true. That's what he was hired to do. Very true. Yeah, um, Survivor Series is coming up. He's like, oh, McMahon will probably be doing the play-by-play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he pulls the curtain back on his role of head of talent relations. They call it something else. They call it like vice president of something, but it, it gets brought up several times throughout the show. Um, they talk about him kind of bringing guys into the company, which he definitely was. Now, do you think they're biting WCW, after they kind of did the reality thing or, or, of trying to act like Razor and Diesel were still with the WWF when they show up as the outsiders? I don't think so. I th I think that they're just trying to, I honestly think they're just trying to go for a more like, pardon the pun, but a raw, grittier, Yeah, you know, we're going to let people know kind of a little bit of what's going on. I, and I think we talked a little bit about this last week too, where in my recollection, it was just a really bad attempt at trying to 
bring back yeah. Razor and Diesel. Me too. This but whole JR thing is a it's a bonus to me. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it actually kind of makes sense because it makes the whole thing make sense. It does. Yeah. Yep. And I, I completely forgot about and that. And I think until, a lot of people just go through life thinking. Yeah, that they just they try just to plug them to, in. Yeah, they yeah. try to just fuck us over as fans. But it's like, no. no, it's a storyline and it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like pissed off JR. I do too. I thought the show overall uh, was pretty darn good. It wasn't great. No, there's been better, but it was fun. It had some points. Yeah, I'm excited for next week. We're going to take a look at the October 14th, 1996 edition of Monday Night Raw. That's going to be the go home to In Your House Buried Alive. There's only a few matches set in stone. It's tombstone. Got, yeah, it's got to be because I got to get that tombstone out of the yeah. damn aisle. So, yeah, we'll, we should round out the card for that. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. You got any wrestling figure news? I'll start with that. Nope. I got a couple things. Nothing too crazy. The WrestleMania celebration figures, that's what they're calling them, I guess. They're up for pre-order at ringside collectibles. This is that WrestleMania three basic macho man and the basic Andre the giant that come with that ring cart from, Oh, where they come out in WrestleMania yes. three yes. and six. A little mini ring. Yes. Um, it sucks that they're basics. Cause I do kind of want the little ring cart. I think that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, the price point on these is uh 25 99 each. They should ship at the end of the month and I'm on the fence. Uh, about them. I think they're going to also be Walmart exclusive. So I might just, it might be one of those things that I just pass on right now at ringside. And then if I happen to see it in the store, if I see WrestleMania three macho man on the peg with that cart, you think I'm going to walk it. by that? Yes. You go to enough Walmart site. <laughs> I no feel way. like you like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get it, dude. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Walmart exclusives, Series one of the Walmart exclusive decade of domination elites. They've been shipping. This was a huge clusterfuck as far as pre-orders went. Um, I know a lot of people that pre-order them. Their pre-orders got canceled or like only one figure shipped or hmm. there's, it's just been a same thing with target with their, those legends, uh, series seven legends, a bunch of, I mean, I found them all in the store two months ago. There's people that are like still they waiting. S- they still get, um, <laughs> emails where their order keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and eventually just dropped. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Especially what's the point of pre-ordering? Exactly. Like the whole point of pre-ordering is to guarantee that you get the product. Right. And if you can get it before anybody else, that's a perk. Yeah. And that usually happens. That's why people do that. Yeah. Still waiting. So anyways, this decade of domination series one, that includes the FCW Natty Neidhart. The, Rookie year, Randy Orton, where he's got the the blue and white like sling. Oh, yeah. I wasn't watching too much in that era. But if I remember right, I think he made his debut and shortly after like broke his arm or something. Okay. And they kind of went with an angle because of his whole dad with the cast thing. Like, Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, there's also a word life John Cena. He's wearing like a Celtics jersey. A debut Undertaker from that 1990 Survivor Series. Oh, that's kind of cool. 
And the only one in that set that I really want is the Nation of Domination, Mark Henry. Okay. Thoughts? You don't want that? <laughs> well, he's just, doesn't he just have the, maybe I'm thinking of Farouk. Yeah, I want where, that too. <laughs> where he has like just a little, um, yeah. the African hat. Yeah. The little beanie almost. Well, he also comes with like a giant barbell, dumbbell or whatever. Oh, really? Every Mark Henry figure, for some reason, always comes with like this giant dumbbell. Give him a dumbbell. Barbell. Dumbbell's the small guy, right? Dumbbell's like a one-handed thing. Like I work out I know. in the weights. <laughs> I know. I'm a cardio guy. Whatever's like the really long one that you fucking power lifts with. That's We're going to go barbell. Mm, sure. All right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as non-figure news, I don't have a whole lot. NXT is bringing back Halloween Havoc on October 28th. That's awesome. No word yet on matches. Fingers crossed for spin the wheel, make the deal. Hell yeah. Uh, but it will be hosted by Shotzi Blackheart. So, you know, it's uh can't miss television. I love Shotzi Blackheart. Remember what we learned? What's Shotzi? Sh- My wife said Shotzi means sweetheart. Yeah. In like German. Yeah. And Adam goes, so her name is Sweetheart Blackheart. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> but no, I like her. That match she had um, with, who did she wrestle? Just on this last NXT, not the... Dakota Kai? Yes. Holy shit. They took that... I don't even know what that move is called. Yeah. Shotzi ends up landing right on her fucking head. Yeah, she did. And it looked bad. But she finished the match. She was head banging on Sunday. Yeah, she was. <laughs> Hell yeah, she was. That was fantastic. Did you see that McCarthy pointed that out. Do too? you remember when I, I saw it? I was yes, like, McCarthy's losing his shit right there. <laughs> and then he tweeted it. It was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said there was some breaking news regarding Finn Balor. What happened there? Something. Yeah. Um, just before we started the podcast, uh, I was on uh, Twitter and it said that uh, from uh, the WWN Fox account said that uh who's heading that phil brooks it's possible he works for he works for fox that finn balor the champion at nxt suffered a broken jaw during the kyle o'reilly match no word whether he's going to be says there's going to be an update tonight Dude, do you think that title is like a little bit snake bit? Because that's what somebody uh, somebody had retweeted that and said is the NXT title cursed. Yeah, it's just like last couple, right? Yeah, you just hate to see. Yeah, Champa had to give it up. Um, uh, Killer Cross, Cross had to give right. it up. I mean, that's just rough. And I often wonder if they if they can. Okay, so. Finn probably knows during that match that he's got a broken jaw, right? You would think. Remember yeah. he had, dude, okay. Do you remember he had like all that blood coming out of his mouth? Oh, at the end yeah, of the that's right. Holy and I shit. said, it doesn't even look real because it was like yes. so dark it and thick. It was a weird consistency and color. That's yeah. broken jaw blood, that's apparently. That's yes, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> apparently, it looks kind of like jelly. I take back <laughs> that fucking comment I made on Sunday night to you, Adam. I completely forgot, yeah. So both, did I. Until both those dudes were bleeding out of their mouth. Yeah, but Kyle's look like normal, like bit it my did. lip blood. Yeah, it and did. Finn's look like that blood came from deep within. Yeah, a capsule <laughs> that or was demon blood. Yeah, yeah, a capsule or your soul. Yeah, <laughs> that makes more sense now. It does. But okay, my my initial point, Finn Finn probably knows that his jaw is broken in that moment. Is yeah. there any? Is there any like call an audible and just like let's put the strap on Kyle because. 
My jaw is broken. Yeah. We're like, going to have to do something. Yeah. We already did a tournament. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is don't you get sick of the guy fucking getting hurt and then having to relinquish the title you, like time after time. You probably can't just because they probably had somewhat of a storyline going like, you know, I will say saying? if, if um, this coming Friday on SmackDown and Monday is going to be the draft, if undisputed era gets called up, I will give him a pass on that and be like, all right, that's why, because there's no room for Kyle O'Reilly to have the title if he's getting called up to SmackDown or Raw. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and the reason I say that, too, go ahead. I was going to say, and it's it's kind of hard to say, unless it's a new curse. I mean, there's been some guys that had that fucking title for like a year plus. No, I'm, and I'm not even saying curse. No, I'm, just I'm not saying either. I'm if just, you're in a title I'm match floating. and you're scheduled to you, win it, and, and you know you're south. hurt, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you're injured, not hurt. Right. There's a big difference. Um, you know you're injured. Can you, you can you make that? And the ref's got an earpiece. Like he could, in theory, he could relay that message back to the gorilla position. And be like, dude, Finn's jaw's broken. What do you want to do? And maybe they, maybe Triple H was like, just keep going with the match how it is. Or I, whatever. I think so because then you, if you already have storylines and kind of like what you where you want to go, it's easier to come back when you have twelve hours four days, whatever you, whatever you need before the next time you go on TV to come up with some Yeah, bullshit. but I booked a great storyline about Kyle O'Reilly winning the title and Adam Cole being super jealous about it. I know. <laughs> we could have just gone with that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess that's why it's, this one makes me more angry than most. Cause he has to Cause call. I had nothing for carrying cross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause he, cause Hunter's got to call Vince and be like, um, so the drafts this week, but uh, mind if I keep uh, Kyle? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why. Because he's like, I'm going to have to call Vince. Nope. Give it to <laughs> continue as planned. Vince is doing burpees. I'm not going to interrupt him. Yeah. Then I got to go work out with him. No, let's wait till Monday. Uh, that's, all, that's all I got for news. And I don't have a whole lot for arrivals. Um, I was supposed to have a ringside order. It doesn't even have much in it, but I, it was, at least it was something. Um, I was supposed to have a ringside order show up today. It's gotten pushed off to tomorrow. So we'll talk about that next week. I did go to a like flea market yesterday Ooh. down in like Roscoe or something. It was the one that you're telling me about. Yes. Yes. And it's, and it's big. And the only reason why I found myself down there is because on Facebook marketplace, this guy posted like shitloads of LJNs and you could tell it, it. I mean, he had it on there that hey, he's at this place, dirt mall or whatever, dirt mall. And and so I, the first time I went there was Sunday, and we just happened to be in the area, but I was really strapped on time. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna pop in there real quick because we're five minutes away. Like I'd be a fool. I gotta make a forty minute drive. Right. Like I'd be a fool if I'm that close not to just pop in there. So I did, and then it was just like it went forever, and yeah. it was just eight foot booth next to an eight foot booth forever. And there's like <laughs> four infinity. rows of it. It ended up being like 250 booths. Oh yeah. And so like I walked up one side of it and I'm like, this is going to take forever just to, I'm like, well, I got to walk to the front door anyway. So I walked down the next aisle, still didn't see the guy's shit pulled up like the picture on Facebook and like zoomed in on it, and I could see that there was vendor numbers on all of his price uh, tags. I was gonna say looking for landmarks. I'm looking for a, <laughs> a, a booth number. Oh, well, I know. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that's that's where I was going. And I, the booth said two thirteen, and I'm like, okay, that's ends up being all the way at the back of the store. 
And I walk back there and 213 is like cleared out. Like there's a couple no. little pieces of shit things in there. Got your steps in. Got my steps in. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Close my rings. Um, so I, I head out of there. But I'm like, I'm on vacation this next week. So I'm going to, I'm just going to pop down there and. Cause it, maybe it's not just this guy's booth. If there's 250 right. booths, there's gotta be some, you can take some time and shop around. I'm starting to think I'm the only person in the state line area that likes wrestling memorabilia. Really? There was like, there was one booth that had a couple open figures. There was another booth that had like some fairly recent basics. Uh, okay. Like Ari, uh, no, not Davari. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Jinder Mahal. Oh yeah. Like, Hey, former champ. And he wants like 25 bucks for him and oh, shit. You know, on. it's like, come on. Um, but the, the, the real gems you're going to find are like these guys that have uh, just clear plastic bags that they've like fashioned their own like top to and they staple. Yeah. And it just says like wrestling figure. Yeah. $4. Yeah. I flipped through a bunch of these. Eventually came across one demolition axe Hasbro that was like not in good shape. Uh, hey, for, man. For like seven bucks. A Hasbro? Man. Not bad. I know, but that, I mean, that's the extent of it. And the then. there Hasbro's down there, man? No, I didn't All find right. any other. Um, you know, if I, and I'm pretty sure you have Demolition Axe, don't you? Yes. Either it, way, this guy didn't look very good. It was just, uh, Crush was uh, the last one I got in just three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I did find the guy's booth. Okay. But there was no wrestling figures in his booth. And he's not there. It's yeah, because they just they just they write just down where up. the booth comes from. Yeah, you yeah, take yeah. it up to the register, and it's like, oh, vendor two thirteen, whatever gets yeah. this. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. I might message the guy on Facebook and because he couldn't. There's no way he would have moved all these. They were priced pretty high. Like where the hell are these LJNs? <laughs> I'm getting. I'm LGNs. like really getting itchy for the LJNs again. You made two trips now. I know. It's well, bad. one was kind of a pop in. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Um, so as far as stuff that actually like came to the house, oh, this has a weird story to it that I'm okay. not even that happy about, but, mm -hmm. um, a guy posted a silk screened, uh, or a screen printed poster from WrestleMania five when the mega powers explode. Right. I thought you were going to say silk stockings autographed after raw and they did like a collaborations. I wish, <laughs> I wish I had that poster. <laughs> um, but anyways, the guy posts it on one of the Facebook groups I'm in, and he's like, check this out. I, I had this commissioned. Oh, really? A buddy of mine did this, and I'm like, wow, that looks really fucking good. And then he hits me up, and he's like, do you want one? And I was like, questions. Yeah. One, cost. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, you and me go to concerts, and it's nothing to spend 50 bucks on a nice screen-printed poster because True. they're in limited supply. True. So he says 130 bucks. And I'm like, again, I've, I've seen posters sell for way, way more than that. So I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty much out anyways at 130 bucks, but I do have to still entertain and be like, well, how many were produced? Like, yeah. I want to know what the run was on this. Right. And he goes, I don't know what that means. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, You're just pulling numbers out of air. So, then, then, aren't I, you, so buddy? then I just no respond. Like I'm done with this fucking cat. Right. <sighs> I don't know what that means. Then another guy hits me up. Cause he must've saw my post on this guy's post or, or my reply on this guy's post. Okay. And he goes, Hey man, you interested in one of those prints? And I said, well, what do you, what do you, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, I'm taking matters into my own hands. 130 bucks is not happening or something like that. And I'm like, 
all right, so what are you talking here? <laughs> yeah, now you're speaking my language. And he's Fuck like this other guy. <laughs> he goes, he goes uh, I can print them at work. He goes, I can print them at work, but I got to wait for the bosses to leave or whatever. I'm like, all right, well, what are you, what are you trying to get? And he goes, 10 bucks. And I'm like, even if this is a scam, I'll be out 10 bucks. I don't really care. I really liked that poster. <laughs> all right, I got to see this poster. Yeah, but... It ends up being, okay, so it was a very beautiful screen printed poster. Okay. He prints it out on poster stock, but it's like a computerized shitty image of it. Like from a distance, it looks pretty cool. Oh, that is sweet. But if you get in and look at it, it's garbage. Yeah. Like, I, that's, that's not going on my wall, dude. I don't so think so. It's like a WrestleMania. Yeah. It's, it's WrestleMania five. It's almost like Max Hendrum or is that the guy's yeah, name? Yeah. Max? Max Hedrum or yeah, whatever. Hendrum. Yeah. But dude, it's awesome. So that it's got like cool. Hogan dropping the leg on Macho, who's wearing the belt. It's, it's got very Elizabeth. 80s retro. Yes. And it's look got, at all the other guys in the bottom. It's got a shit ton of characters in the bottom, almost like you're like picking your fighter in Street Fighter. I'll put it in a I'll put it in a in a hard sleeve or whatever, and I'll I'll post it. But yeah, God bless him for reaching out and being like and, ten bucks. I'm and it was shipped for ten bucks. So so for what what do I really expect? But oh, my, and shipped. Yeah. Goddamn. In my head though, I was like, does this guy work at like a a printing like place where yeah, like let's talk like maybe he's just like he's just cranking them out and i'm right. like but no instead he just like bootlegged this art and now i feel shitty about that too oh yeah that's true you know what i mean Take somebody did time on that my own hands. that's what he said yeah he's like so. the guy in the parking lot at alpine he's like i got that poster yeah he's the guy at the end of stone age selling bootleg uh Blue Oyster Cult T-shirt. DOC. <laughs> Zilla. <laughs> so the only other thing that arrived this week, and it's a hefty item. Um, we spoke last week that Dave Holy Meltzer. Holy shit, you got it. Yeah, Dave Meltzer was putting together this yearbook. Pro Wrestling Observer yearbook. 1997, the last time WWF was number two. Um, it looks like a textbook. Like it, it is no, enormous. It, it looks like um, the car manual that you rent from the library when you got to fix a fucking. <laughs> you got to swap out a trans or a transmission, and you, you just don't have the funds to take it to the mechanic. You're like, I'm going to do this myself. <laughs> yes, that's yes. exactly the. You go size. to the library and check yes. it out. <laughs> grease prints in the front of it. This yeah. is pristine, though. Holy shit! And look at the size of the print in that thing. Yeah, it's tiny, and it's like Holy it's like shit. 415 pages, and it doesn't quite go into. It's not like in. I would prefer it to be like let's start out in January and just go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's but not in chronological order. I don't know if you can say that it's not like the, the, uh, Oh, it probably depends on, there's probably does, so many different parts to it. Right? I guess it is starting out like January, February, but it's not like, I guess not shit happened in January then because like the first three, you know, 10 pages in we're already into February. Now I'm already into May. So I don't know. I haven't sat down and really taken a look at this yet, but I think it's going like, if you go by the chapters, it kind of breaks it down into like some. It looks of the, like the Old Testament yeah. as far as the print. Like holy shit, dude. Yeah, so it's like chapter nine. Dennis Rodman signs for WCW. Um, I guess it's well, weird. Read through a chapter quick. Let's just <laughs> <laughs> sit around. No, but I'm I purchased this because you know we're going through '96 right now with the retro raw shit. Uh, you know this podcast is going to continue. 
And eventually we're going to be in 1997 before you know it. Very true. And I think that that's going to be a fairly decent companion piece to have. Yeah, it will be fun to kind of to kind of put I've, that as an a, a, a you know to accompany it. I've thought about getting a subscription to the Observer anyways, just so I could look at the archives, you know, whenever I fucking wanted to, to be like, oh, just just little things like why isn't Vince at Raw this week or whatever, and like go back. Right. To this. Yeah. Just shit like that. But like, it's kind of pricey, dude. It's like. It's like I don't ten or twenty though. bucks a month or something like that. Oh, oh, for the for the observer. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. But like when something like this, like this, that was thirty the bucks. The work was done. Yeah, and I thought that it was a. I thought I was pre-ordering it. I had no idea that this was. It a was already going to show up. Yeah, yeah, and here it is. It looks pretty cool though. Randy Couture beats Vitor Belfort <laughs> in ninety-seven. Chapter thirty-two, Jesus man. Looking Christ. forward to that. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So I think yeah. that's 30 bucks well spent. That's going to be, yeah, that's definitely, definitely content. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, but that's, that's the only other bit of wrestling memorabilia that's made its way here, but I definitely have some stuff. I was on high spots earlier today, actually. So I don't think that stuff will be here next week. Cause they do this thing now where they, they, they basically keep your invoice open for a week. So if they have yeah, so a like guy they have Sunday shit going on. or Thursday. Tuesday they had Hornswoggle signing. Yeah. You know? Then today it was uh, it's called I Love Lucy's, which is a new show that they're doing where they just do like loose figures. But it's at a ridiculous time. It's at 11 a.m. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I take my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's auction style. So uh, I was like. Never mind. He's like, up for grabs. I got this figure here. And like, I'm typing. I got a, I only got like three figures, but I got a steal. Nice. Yeah. Actually, um, so maybe the 11 a.m. thing is good. Cause it, yeah, because there's only like 40 are, people right, watching. Yeah. But then other ones, you know, guys would start out with a $40 bid on something. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Um, but they'll, they'll keep that invoice open all through the weekend. So like there's a high spots, you know, show tomorrow night and then there's something Saturday night. So you can kind of pile it all. They're very smart like that because you yeah, get, they are. you get close to that hundred bucks. You're like, I definitely want to get over that. What's another 10 bucks or yeah. 15 or 30. So I get the free shipping. Of yeah, course. Exactly. <laughs> but I definitely, I definitely did that. I've been eBaying. Have I been eBaying? I've been checking out a lot of shit on eBay. I don't know if I've been doing a lot of purchasing, but I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I need to get back into. Like I've taken kind of a break from the figures and I've been focusing more on like filling the wall space. Oh, and it looks great, but I got to get, I got to scratch it. Oh, <laughs> I gotta another, scratch it. <laughs> the figure it. The other thing, uh, in that order from ringside is like 40 or 50 of those plastic stands. So I can finally bust there you go. all those elites. There you go. That'll, that'll get me going again too. Yeah, man. It's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. Wrestler Island. Oh, you're going to kick off with Rat. Short <laughs> and sweet, bro. Your, that gets, dude, go to YouTube. Type in JWA Wrestler Island. Episode one drop today. If nothing else, that tune will be stuck in your head all week. Yep. And you can thank us later for it. Yeah, I won't spoil anything. Go ahead and check it out. Look for well, look, give look a little for, synopsis. Oh, sorry. Um, it's uh, a bunch of wrestlers on an island. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, episode one is basically just the arrival. Uh, the arrival to the island. 
It's something that uh, our buddy Jake has been working very hard on. Yes, our uh, local indie here that uh, we're gigantic fans of. JWA. JWA. Janesville Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, well, check that out. That Like literally an hour before we recorded, I got a message sent to me that it was up. I liked it. I did too. It's fun. Definitely it is fun. fun. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, go check it out. There's more coming. What do you else you watch? Uh, Friday night, I watched some live pro wrestling. Yes, we might as well get into that too. I didn't even jot that down. How dare me? How dare you? ACW Wisconsin. Um, that is Dylan Hornswoggle Postles promotion. We've taken three or four trips up there now. Yeah. They, and they third. run, um, it's, I don't know if it's monthly or bi-monthly. It's, it's pretty frequently. Yeah. This is our second time visiting the Masonic Temple in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Yeah, man. And it was, uh, you know, we, t- we drove damn near two hours for this, for this show. And it was fun as hell, man. It was a, another good show. No regrets. Uh, we saw somebody go through a table. Yeah. Um, it was the challenger for the upcoming heavyweight title fight. Adam right. Grace. Adam Grace. Got taken out by the weapon next. Weapon next. Uh, what is it? Logan Lynch. Logan Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> Logan Lynch is a bad motherfucker. We also saw the next show is going to be their seventh anniversary show. It's going to be taking place on, I think, December 4th in Oshkosh. Same building. And they have definitely already have um, former WWE superstar Heath. Slater Gator. He's showing up. Um, and Brian Myers is going to be in the house taking on Joey Jet Avalon. I guess those two, like five years ago, had a killer match. That some say uh, is the best match that that promotion has ever had. Brian Myers has said that that was one of the best matches he's ever had in his career. Just period? Yes. Damn. And he actually came on like the Jumbotron, and he was like, Joey Avalon, because Brian Myers won like the last show we saw. Yeah. And, uh, He's like, five years ago, I was at ACW, and then now I've traveled the world. Yeah. I've had a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. And you're still here. <laughs> I thought that was really that was good. so great. What have you done? Yeah. I'm an impact now, you dick. You know what I mean? Well, that's what. Yeah. That's what Brian was. Meyer says know. he's going to show up on December 4th and uh, take out Joey Avalon and then sign his impact contract over Avalon's body. Hell yeah. Like Myers is fighting somebody good too on impact. I, I, I saw the promo. On Dreamer. Like, yes. Yeah, that's it. All yeah. right. Good. So, right. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. He's a veteran. Come on. All right. You weren't going to get any guff from me on that. No, I, I guess well known, I guess. I don't know. I bet you I can name off 10 guys from impact and you'd be like, who? Yeah. But you know what? But, no, no, I take that back. The face of ECW. Yes. I would say Tommy dreamer. And that's something. God damn it. Uh, what else you got? We watched. Um, I watched AEW Dynamite. Oh hell yeah! Cody accepted the dog collar challenge that is happening tonight. It's gonna be brutal. Actually, right as we're recording this right now, it's the 30th anniversary of Chris Jericho's debut in professional wrestling. I think that's gonna be fun too. It's gonna be awesome because there's a lot of people that are gonna. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a bunch of throwback. Like I bet you they have a lot of Jericho interviews said, like, for the celeb cameos alone. You need to check out. Oh really? So I was like, that's cool. I could see that. Um, what else happened? Oh, FTR and SCU, a lot of, uh, acronyms. They had a great match for the tag titles. Yes. Ended in some fuckery from, uh, old Tully Blanchard, but what else? 
Isaiah Cassidy. Oh, cost him the match. Yeah, Isaiah Cassidy um, from Private Party. Oh, yeah. He had like a career match against Jericho. Yeah, that was awesome. Going to make the champion my bitch. Dude, it was a it was a really good match. That was I a mean, great match. Eventually, you knew what was going to happen. Sure. Nice effect for the win, but yep. I don't know. Eddie Kingston, he got to have his choice because he never submitted. True. To uh, to Moxley. Um, he gets his choice to take on Mox for the AEW championship, and he picks the Butcher. Which I thought, I was kind of hoping for Pentagon. Yeah. But I was really impressed with Butcher. Dude, blown away, really. He fucking kicked ass. It's because I think that's like the first time I've seen him in a singles match. Yeah. Oh, totally. And he really fucking held his own in a yeah. championship match. He kicked dude. ass. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, good, good, good show overall. Like we said earlier at the start of this show, they had that backstage with... Uh, MJF and <laughs> yeah. like we talked about in the intro. Yeah, that was great. That was fun. Uh, NXT TakeOver 31. Another very good show. That's from the newly named Capital Wrestling Center. Remember that? we came Yeah. So it's a different arena than the Full Sail. No. Yeah, it is. They've renamed it, I thought. Uh-uh. I thought I looked, I looked it up and I thought it's a WWE Performance Center is now Capital Wrestling Center. Uh-uh. Really? Yeah. So where is that located? Not far from the Full Sail. It's still in it's still in Florida. It's very small. I just read it today. Really? Yeah. On Reddit. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, but that's that's yeah, it's it's let me fact. No, fact I, check well that. we'll see, but I it's small then. I, I mean I don't know. I swear it said the newly built. Wow, insane. I mean they're they it's basically like a mini Thunderdome. They have yes. all the bells and whistles, all the lasers, they have like a chain link fence. Around the whole, I don't know, man. Are you sure? I think that so. ramp was like super short, like it was. I don't know. All right, I might it's, be wrong. It's small. Either way, I either way. What I wanted to get to is the fact that they're putting wrestling in the name of this thing, which Vince has tried forever to get away from that term. Yes. So the fact that they're embracing it gives me hope. I like that. Um. What was your uh, What was your fave match? The Kushida match was fun. It was. Uh, I mean, the, my favorite match was the championship match. I yeah. thought that was a... Yeah, you can't deny that it. That was one hell of a match. But I also really liked the cruiserweight championship match with... Uh, I just keep wanting to say Fan, Shane Strickland, but... Fantasma... El, El Fantasmo? That yeah, guy? but his name is Santos Escobar now. Santos, yes. <laughs> God damn it. It was El Hijo del Fantasma. <laughs> yes. But now it's Santos Escobar and Swerve Scott is the other guy. Swerve Scott, yeah, that was good. I thought there's one other one where we're like, God damn, this is, I thought there's one other match that we were both like, this is fucking crazy. And we didn't expect it. It was that one. Wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. I think it was that yeah. one. The, sto- the, sh- the show started off with the Gargano Damian priest match, which was just okay, fine, but it wasn't yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, the Candice, Candice LeRae, again, it was good, but not great. Um, we're missing one. Maybe we're not. Um, Ember moon made her return via oh, yeah. motorcycle. She was the, the the tease that they were doing with the the night vision coming back home. Yeah, Tony Storm returned via the Titan Tron. Yeah, Given so the they're sh- setting up some shit. And then who's that guy's name that uh, right at the end of the main event he was like he had Adam Cole draped over his shoulders. Oh yeah, uh, his name Roland or no? Um, God damn it, we're such huge fans, you guys. I yeah, swear. I know. <laughs> Doesn't even know. We we thought it was Loomis. I at did first. at first, and I'm like, well, no, that guy's built. The same guy that was that took out Grimes last yes, week on NXT. Hundred percent. Well, people will tell us who it is. Well, no, I don't know. 
I watched Ring of Honor, the first, the end of the first round of the pure title tournament. Nice. Um, did you watch that? Yeah. PJ, PJ Black, Black versus Tony Deppen, who the only time I've seen Tony Deppen wrestle was he was wearing like short, short jean cutoffs <laughs> and he was in a death match in like a horse barn. Really? On that IWTV I pulled up like, <laughs> like a month ago, like in Iowa or something. He was going through a fucking door that was what? covered in From tubes. that to what range? Yeah. <laughs> From that to pure. Yeah. He's like, this is pure bliss because I don't have to go through tax. <laughs> the other match, yeah. In the other barn. match was Rust Taylor mm-hmm. versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. So we've seen Hot Sauce before, but Russ Taylor was like a newbie for me. Yeah, the, it was good. Um, I thought the match was pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm sorry. As far as like the the names, like the guys, I was like, yeah, I, I mean. I hate it when a guy's first name ends with the same letter his last name starts with. Yeah. Rust Taylor. I Russ like Taylor. Because then I want to call him Russ. Exactly. Russ Taylor. Rust yes. Taylor. There's a great um, SNL bit this week that dealt with that same problem. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy who was um, uh, <laughs> Mike Ro Penis. <laughs> like, I really got to ask you just to emphasize, Mike <laughs> emphasize the mic. <laughs> okay. It's not maybe exactly even, what I was talking about. Maybe but. even give give a little pause before you say my last name. It's not a big deal, but <laughs> something like that. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm going to get off micro penis like right now. <laughs> oh. PJ Black uh, <laughs> PJ Black was victorious and so was Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. So then um, this week is the, the start of the second round. Yeah, so second round is all set four matches. Uh you got Lethal versus David Finley. Yes. Fred Yehai versus Tracy Williams. Yehai? Yehai. Is it Yehai? I believe it's Yehai. Okay. Cuz he said something about like I've been the baddest since I was Yehai. That's what it, that makes sense. I think that's where it I'm comes gonna, from. I'm going to use that to remember it. Right? Please do. Um, oh, Fred Ye- did I say Fred Yehi versus Tracy Williams? Yep. yep. Jonathan Gresham versus Matt Seidel. That'll be good. And Josh the Goods Woods versus PJ Black. That'll be fun. Who do you think's, uh, who do you think's, wi- give me the, what do you think the match is going to be in the finals? Uh, who's lethal against? Lethal's against Finley. And then he's on that same side of the of the bracket as I think um Yehai and Tracy Williams. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Tracy Williams versus too. um Gresham. And I think Gresham wins it. Ooh, I could see that. Yeah, I don't see Woods going all the way. Um A lot of the other guys don't represent the pure like wrestling. T- and lethal's just been there too long to win it. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah, I'm enjoying the shit I, out of it though. It is. It's great. It, it it makes you focus on the match so much that you forget about everything. You know, there's no bullshit coming out. There's no. Yeah. There's nothing. You just. I, I don't know. I like it a lot. I do too. And I think that the, these first couple of weeks, they spent a lot of time building up the matches. Like 15 minutes out of the hour is used for that. Yeah. Now the matches, I think, have a 30-minute time yes. limit. So I think we've told everybody's story. Fuck it. We can watch you know, the damn match watch, now. Gonna, this is the round that's going to be awesome. Damn, there's a lot and of filler. And I think the finals is an hour time limit. I think you're right. Crazy. So let's just hit on some WWE. We only got a couple minutes left. Um, 
both Raw and SmackDown, they kind of got away from me a bit this week. Um, we do get the draft, like I said, this Friday, and then it kind of starts. Um, the draft starts Friday and goes through Monday. So that's kind of like a little bit of a reboot. I feel like that's a good time yeah. to like be like, all right, I'm going to try to give this another go. Because watching Raw, like I see bits and pieces of it because um, I usually put it on while I'm doing other things. Three hours is a lot of time to commit to something. It felt awesome that the Packer game was on, honestly, because I was like, now I can just kind of breathe mode through. Yes. But did you see they did pay off the hacker? Yes. Well, it did. Okay. Yeah. What? Okay. They've, yeah. I, I, I saw the whole thing where Mustafa, out, the lights go out, retribution comes out. Right. Hurt business is like, you with us? You with us? And he's like, I'm with you. And he fucking, okay. And then he slides out of the ring and turns around. Get him boys. Get him boys. Yeah. But I didn't, I guess for me, I didn't know that the hacker angle was ever affiliated with with, uh, retribution retribution. at all. No one did bro. But I said Mustafa Ali from day one on the hacker. And uh, yes. And, And you're absolutely correct. Now, the only thing that, Are they really trying to tie this together? Yeah. Okay. But the only thing that did it was one tweet. And it was from the WWE that said Mustafa Ali uh it was something like the the big hack is revealed. He's the leader of retribution. <sighs> At least you tried to pay it off. I, uh, I feel like you just dropped it and then one like, cool thing I do like about retribution is the way they're like logo comes up over the Thunderdome. No, oh, I like that too. Yeah. That's going to be gone like next week when they <laughs> yeah. lose the lease. But I don't um, know, man, that dude's got a pretty sweet predator mask and like hair going on. I just that. can't get over the fact like when they're like beating the shit out of people on the outside and Michael Cole's like slab and eight ball are over here. Crowbar is over here. Here comes slap nuts. I just like, I don't know. Worst names yeah, ever. It's terrible. Mason. What is it? Mace and T-Bar. T-Bar and Slapjack are uh, <laughs> out back. You know, Mace uh, yeah. and T-Bar are taking it to, you know, uh, throw up. Um, Eight ball chains. Like, yeah, they're just. Here ter- comes Slapjack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Terrible names. Um, but now they got Mustafa Ali in the mix. So I like that. Though. They're going to make him. Evan, he's he's going to be A-Dog or something by next oh, week. Shit. The way they were going. What else? We are getting Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso and Randy Orton versus Drew inside the Hell in the Cell. Kevin Owens is getting picked on by uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and dude. And Aleister Black. Yeah. I like that. He was like, what's next? The Brood? Yeah. Gangrel. going to bring Gangrel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, KO had Alexa Bliss on the KO show on Friday. Dude, she's she's doing this character like really good. Like I like it. The space style. He's always here. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I do We're like that. waiting. Yeah. You know. Let him in. I don't know. <laughs> I fun. like it. It's something for her to do too. Yeah. Uh the fiend did show up on Raw and attack Kevin Owens. Rollins and Murphy broke up. No, no, no. Fiend showed up on SmackDown. Uh Bray Wyatt was on the KO show on Monday. Firefly then, Funhouse. Yes. And then Oh Alistair, Alistair Black. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what it was. They're all run especially Dude. when you're just watching snippets. Yeah, me too. It's crazy. Um yeah, then Mustafa Ali reviewed as leader of retribution. That's the last thing I got in my notes. I'm good with it, man. I'm I'm looking forward to this dynamite this week and then uh we gotta see what's up with Finn. They're gonna relinquish the title. Where do we where do we go from here? 
Um, coal miners glove match on the spin the wheel to make the deal. Halloween havoc. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm and really I, fun for I, that. And I just want Regal to say that, you know, yeah. that it's going to be fun for him to be like, yeah, it's going to be at Halloween havoc. I have a terrible Regal, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I, do I, 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 someone just has like him saying war games and war games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was a pretty good one. That was good. <laughs> Should have let off. You're the that. Regal on this yes. show, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of, I, and the first thing when they announced, that Halloween Havoc, we both kind of pull up the calendar and we realize that that's a Wednesday. So it's just going to be an NXT. Right. And that's got to be to combat Dynamite. For sure. You know, otherwise they would make it a special on Saturday or whatever. But yeah, lots of cool stuff on the horizon. I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited, to, uh, you know, when we're all done recording to check out that uh, 30 years of Jericho on AEW. That's probably going to be my first stop tonight. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I'm excited for wrestling. Thanks for taking the journey with us. We will be back here next week like we are every week. Dork side of the ring. Check them out, out on Instagram or check us out, I should say, on Instagram and the Twitter at DorksideOTR. We also have a Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you guys are watching. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thanks. than Jesus and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. 